Hi there. Welcome to One Tired Teacher, Episode 19, Why Teachers Should Be Podcasting, with a focus on growing your audience. On today's show, I want to share with you the value of sharing your voice with others and how to grow your audience through podcasting. Whether you're a teacher in a traditional classroom or in a home setting, or if you have a teacher business, sharing your message with teachers and students can be a very powerful experience for you and your listener. I love this quote by Margaret Atwood, author of The Handmaid's Tale. Voice is a human gift. It should be cherished and used to utter fully human speech as possible. Powerlessness and silence go together. I hope you stick around. Welcome to One Tired Teacher. And even though she may need a nap, this teacher is ready to wake up and speak her truth about the trials and treasures of teaching. Here she is, wide awake. Wait, she's not asleep right now, is she? She, she is awake, right? Okay. From Trina Debery Teaching and Learning, your host, Trina Debery. Hi there. I'm happy you're joining me on this high engagement journey. This week and for the next several weeks, I'm digging deeper into specific strategies for engaging an audience for a focus on podcasting. Podcasting can be an incredible way in which to make meaningful connections to your audience. I know that I have absolutely loved my podcasting journey. I hope that you have too. It's a great way to expand your message and it allows you to increase your engagement in your classroom or in your teacher business. The possibilities are endless. This week, I want to share 10 strategies to building your audience. If you're determining who your audience is, then grab my How to Determine My Ideal Audience in the show notes. It's free. I have one for teacherpreneurs and one for your students. If you make the bold decision to start podcasting with your kids, you're going to want them to think about who their audience is. And the same thing for you if you're doing it in your teacher business. I would love to hear about your thoughts on the po- on podcasting in the classroom or for your business. You can share your thoughts on my blog post for this episode on Trina Debery Teaching and Learning backsplash one tired teacher backsplash 19. I should say backslash. I have been doing some home renovations for quite some time. So backsplash and um, shiplap and things like that have been on my brain. And obviously, I think I might need a break from that. (laughs) Or leave a review on today's show. You do this by clicking the show from the main menu. You do this by clicking the show from the main menu, scrolling down to the bottom right above the you might also like section. And the words are in purple. They say write a review. Click on the purple words, write a review words. Here you can rate the show and write a review. I might just share your review here on the show. And I am definitely grateful for your time and taking the time to share your love. Here's a comment that a listener left on my blog for episode eight, The Power of Teamwork. Here's what Lucy said. I loved this podcast as well. Listening to Melanie and her sweet Minnie Mouse voice (laughs) makes me smile as much as my team tried to support me. And I so appreciate it when administration does not offer encouragement. It just makes trying to keep a stiff upper lip so very hard. However, the support I did receive was priceless. Thank you, Lucy. And as I hear you in this review, you sound like you might have had some difficulty with admin and who may not have been offering encouragement. So Lucy, you are a perfect example of why teachers should have a voice. 
we often feel demoralized in silence, and it's time to stop that and speak out. So that brings me to today's show. Whether you want to increase engagement in your classroom or make meaningful connections and extend your reach in your teacher business, podcasting can be the very platform to accomplish your goals. Did you know that people will listen up to 30 minutes to up to 30 minutes of content in comparison to only spending five to 10 minutes reading content? That's a pretty powerful statistic. That can be true for kids as well. So if listening gives us more time with our audience, then let's make that count. The first thing to know about making connections with listeners is that we have to sound good. We can't be a muffled mess or people won't listen. Let me kind of show you an example of that. As you can hear my voice now, but if I'm talking over here, it doesn't sound as clear. You can definitely tell the difference. So if you're podcasting in the classroom, then headphones with a microphone or like even a lapel mic is good enough because it doesn't have to be perfect when kids are talking to kids. The audio doesn't matter as much as long as you can hear the person and there aren't major distractions around the speaker. So think like a quiet closet or a giant refrigerator box that you can make into a sound studio in your classroom. I think kids would love that. If you're doing this for your teacher creative business, then you might want to invest in a decent microphone. I have a list of podcasting essential equipment that have direct links to essential things that you might need, especially a microphone, where it's not a crazy expense. So, But do hear me, that's not necessary if you're podcasting in your classroom. This is more necessary if you're doing this for your teacher business. And I'll link to all that in the show notes. So let's talk about the 10 strategies for building an audience. Number one, know who you're going to talk to. You want to think about what they look like, how old they are, what they do, what do they like to do, what things do they like, what things do they buy, how do they spend their time, and most importantly, what are their pain points? Knowing your listener can help you serve them better. Whether they're teachers or students, you want to know who you're speaking with. And when your kids are thinking about who they're talking to, you want them to really zone in and think about that as well. You want them to think about if they're talking to their parents, if this is a podcast that's explaining what's going on in the classroom, and they're speaking to a parent. That would sound different than if they were sharing information with one another, or if they were sharing what they know to you. So their language has to be different, just like we teach them to write to a different audience, when they're, when, we're, when they're writing, they need to do the same thing when they're podcasting. And it's true for us as well. So it's just something to think about. And again, I have a freebie that you can grab and it will be in the show notes, determining your ideal audience. Number two, do a lot of listening. Spend time where they spend time, whether that is a group on Facebook or in some type of forum or on the playground. Yes, listen to what they are talking about. This gives you valuable information about who your ideal audience is. Now, obviously, if you're speaking to the parents of your students, you may not be spending time at their house, but you certainly could spend time where they are, and a lot of parents are on Facebook or Instagram. So that might be one way that you're really listening to what they're saying. Number three, ask them. Use a Google form to find out what they want to hear or learn about. I love Google Forms. They're easy to make, they're free, they're easy to send the link to, and then they give all the information back to you in a spreadsheet. Very valuable, very helpful. Number four, ask for feedback. Ask your listeners to tell you what they like about your show and what they don't. And yes, this is hard to do, 
But learning from failure is the most valuable way to learn. It propels us forward. Well, that is once we get past our hurt feelings, which I tend to take things personally. So I have to work on this one. (laughs) Number five, go to Amazon and search for a book on the topic you want to talk about. Look in the table of contents, see what was covered and cover those points. This makes research a hundred times easier. If you're telling parents about strategies to use to help their child with reading at home, then go find a book on strategies that helps help kids read more successfully. Look at the table of contents. What are they talking about? Are they talking about decoding strategies? Are they talking about questions that they can ask to help increase comprehension? Like what kinds of things are they talking about? It's very helpful. Number six, use your show notes. Include a brief synopsis of what your show is about with some highlights. That way, your listener is able to decide, do I want to listen? But if the show topic isn't for them, you definitely want to save them valuable time. It's, you don't want to waste people's time, so that's really important. And also include any links you discuss on your show. Show notes are crucial. This is also a great place to offer value, like a freebie that you have tied to the topic. It's also a great place to grab a name and an email address for future connections and contact. Number seven, ask your audience to subscribe. Make it easy for them. Give them a great tip on how to do this by asking Siri or Alexa. You can literally say, hey Siri, subscribe to One Tired Teacher. And it's done for you. You don't have to search for where you have to subscribe. So much better. (laughs) Because sometimes iTunes doesn't make things easy for you in that regard. Number eight, get on other shows and be the guest you would want others to be. Write them a personal email, not just a form letter, but actually get to know them a little bit. Know their show and share how you can add value to their show. Being a guest on other shows extends your reach. Now their audience is listening to you. I have fallen in love with guests that have been on podcasts that I listen to regularly. I'm like, oh, I love this guest. Like, do they have a podcast? I want to go check out their podcast. And now I've added another podcast to my long list of podcasts that I listen to. But it really does extend your reach, which is can be very powerful for your teacher business And even for your classroom, if kids are recommending your podcast to other kids, then you're reaching lots more kids or even parents. Parents are recommending your podcast to other parents in communities. And let me tell you, they do that. They will talk about you in communities. So let it be something exciting like your podcast. Number nine, bring a guest on your show. Inspire your guests to want to share your show and do the work for them. When I had Chris Kessler on the show, he wanted to share the show. That was episode 16, in case you missed it. If you want to check it out, you can go check it out on the iTunes library. It's one of my favorites. He even made a social media image and sent it to me, which I should have done for him. But he is a very generous guy and very kind. And I am still in the learning. I was still in the learning phases when it came to having high profile guests on my show. But what a difference it made. And it's okay for us to be in learning stages. It's okay for us to always be learning because that is what gives us fresh ideas and keeps our mind open to new things. And finally, number 10, use your social media. 
Chris's image was pretty powerful on my social media accounts. I also did several more images with quotes. Share on everything. Share on Facebook, on Instagram. Create a pin for Pinterest. My pins for my podcast, One Tired Teacher, the episode pins are the most repinned pins that I have. They have hundreds and thousands of repins, which is pretty cool. Well, I hope these strategies help you to continue to grow your audience and as a result, increase the connections you have to your people, your tribe, your listeners. Podcasting can be such an empower an empowering platform to share content, engage, increase engagement, and share your personal voice. I love that. If you haven't considered taking your teacher business or your classroom to the next level, consider podcasting. It really can be a game changer. And talk about exciting and fulfilling. It's just the best feeling to know that you have somebody that's out there listening to what you have to say. Because I know a lot of times teachers don't feel heard. And sometimes kids don't feel heard. So think about the possibilities of giving someone a voice. It really is, they really are endless. All right, so remember to grab your ideal audience cheat sheet to help you think through some vital elements of whom you're speaking with and really help nail that down. And again, I have one for if you're a teacher and you're doing this for your teacher business, and I also have an ideal audience sheet for kids so that they can think through these things. Next week, I am excited to share that I have the pleasure of speaking with Farah from Miss Shipley's Classroom. We talk specifically about what podcasting has meant to she and her teacher creative business. I really hope that you will join us. And don't forget to subscribe and leave a review and give me a rating. I would really appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Until next time, this one tired teacher is ready for a nap. Sweet dreams and sleep tight.